Hey, what's up everybody? The Fish Tank Guy here and welcome to the Fish Tank Guy podcast episode. I don't know and the date is Thursday, May 10th, 2018. Now guys, look, I realize that I have not put out a podcast in some time. That is 100% my fault, but I've had a lot going on lately. I'll tell you guys a little bit about it and then we will move forward with the podcast. Today I'm going to tell you in advance like I do on every podcast that I'm going to try to keep this one to about 30 minutes or less only because I have to go somewhere shortly so will that happen probably not will I try for it yes okay so um, some of the things that have been going on well there was a brief period of time where I thought I was going to be moving across the country I don't think I talked about this on the other podcasts uh, the previous podcast but uh, I'll just mention it now I thought I was gonna be moving across the country um, so there were a lot of discussions about, you know, whether that was a good idea in my household. And then here I was thinking, you know, what's going to happen to the channel? What am I going to do with all my tanks? Not, I mean, that's a small piece, right, of that whole puzzle. But for the part that you guys are worried about, or maybe you're not worried about it, I don't know. Um, but the, the part that you guys interact with, I would say, which is my YouTube channel and the podcast for all five of you listening here. Um, I wasn't sure if I'd be able to keep doing these things. So I was that was one thing I was thinking about. And then I was thinking about my job, and family, and a bunch of different things. But long story short, we are staying, um, at least for the foreseeable future. There might be a time when I move, but it's not going to be happening you know, right now. So I'm going to continue moving forward with the channel as normal. I'm going to be working on the fish tank tower. I'm going to be continuing the podcast, which is awesome. And um, I, like once again, I just really appreciate your guys' support. So now we are into May. We are reaching the end of May. Right now it's the middle of May, but the end of May is soon. And that means we've got Memorial Day and we've got summer. So for me, that means we have a camp lot that we have to maintain. So thus far this year, I've spent more time maintaining the camp lot than I have my own house. So yeah, Um, it's a lot of work. We have a big deck on the camp lot and we have to stain it and clean it and power wash it and all that good stuff but um home is starting to catch up a little bit because we have a pool at the new house we have a pool i never wanted a pool but we have a pool and there's a whole bunch of stuff that comes along with that like putting in chemicals and shocking it and making sure the water's clean and running the filter and blah 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 and all this other stuff so i'm working on that a lot too um, how about you guys? What have you been up to? Do you have any summer plans? Do you are you going on any you know trips, vacations, anything like that? Um, I haven't been on a vacation in quite some time, but hopefully that's going to happen soon because we sold our other house finally. I'm going to be closing on that house either tomorrow or early next week. So thank goodness that I don't have that double mortgage payment anymore because that's been killing me. So. Um, all right, yeah, that's about it. I uh, don't, don't have any other updates, really. Uh, video game-wise, I've been 100% playing Fortnite, which is a problem. I'm somewhat addicted to it. I have uh, 14 solo wins and four duo wins, and every time you get that solo win, you're like, gosh dang, son, like, boom, do work. Um, I go crazy. I get really pumped when I get that solo win. But I'm, I'm not, like, very good at the game. I'm one of those people that kind of, like, sneaks around and, like, squirms my way into the top five and i end up winning with like oh oh, oh no i'm trying not gonna i'm not gonna start that i hope 
I, I like worm my way into like the top 10, right? And I end up winning games with like two and three kills. So I'm not like one of those awesome Fortnite players who builds like crazy fast and is super good and gets like 10 kills a game or anything like that. But every now and then I manage to squeeze out a win, which is great. Um, and then I would say, in addition to that, I have been playing another game. I bought Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze for the Switch, which I never played for the Wii U because I didn't have a Wii U. And I had heard really good things about it, and the game is awesome. I think I just started the third world, so I beat the first two bosses, and I'm into the third world, maybe two or three levels in. And the game is so cool. It's so fun. Like, the platforming is really good, and the level design is awesome. I just played this game, this level called um, Groove something. I think it was Groove. I don't remember what the other word was, but it was in the jungle. And basically, like, everything in the level, like, moves to the beat of the music. It's similar to, like, levels from Rayman Legends, but it's a, it's a little bit different. I don't know how to describe it, but that game is awesome. So, if you guys haven't played Fortnite yet, I would definitely recommend checking it out. It's free. Uh, Fortnite Battle Royale is free. If that is not your thing, if that's not your speed, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze for the Switch is awesome. Um, I'm going to put a link for tropical freeze on both the wii u in case you have one and also the switch highly recommend it um like i said i've been playing games for over 25 years so if i say a platformer is like really good because i've played a ton of them then it's it's pretty good so that's the video game update not a whole lot going on there in terms of tanks i don't know how long i've been going i've been going only five minutes um so i'm shooting for that under half an hour mark so in terms of my tanks the fish tank tower is coming together uh, I have to pick up the piece of glass that I shattered. Um, I had another one made for the tank lid. I shattered one of them. It slipped out of my hand and broke. And then um, everything is pretty good with the fish tank tower. It's actually cycled. Um, I just posted a video on the 10-gallon nano reef today, which you guys haven't seen in some time. The bio cube is just kind of floating along. I haven't really done anything with it. I haven't been keeping up with it either. It kind of looks ugly at the moment, to be honest with you. And uh, besides that... I'm going to be moving things from the 10-gallon nano reef and the 5-gallon pico reef into the fish tank tower very soon and doing like a big, I just, I can't, I can't, I can't stop yawning. Um, I'm just going to do a big like reveal video, which is going to be cool. I'm going to have like a sheet in front of it, right, and just pull the sheet down and like you guys can check out the fish tank tower. It's going to be awesome. It looks really cool and um, I hope you guys enjoy it and hopefully if the tank works out well the tanks work out well it could be something you guys could try at home i know one of the big issues issues that people had was they were concerned that the racks might not hold the weight and i've had those tanks on the fish tank tower for a month and a half full with all the rocks and i haven't seen any bowing or anything like that so that's very positive um, in terms of that rack working out for the fish tank tower so that's good so um uh, oh, let's do uh, five movie reviews in five minutes or less. I got to hit that five minutes or less. Then I'm going to do how many fish should you keep in your tank? Saltwater edition, right? Because fresh and saltwater are different. So I'm, that's going to be my question this week. How many fish should you keep in your tank? And then we're going to end with the fish of the week. And uh, obviously we're going to peruse some of the message boards there when we do the, um, the uh, topic of the week. And then, like I said, one with fish of the week and then will get done in under half an hour because I got 23 minutes left, so I'm doing pretty good. All right, so let's bring up the movie reviews. I've got two newer movies. I've got three older movies, and 
Um, let's start with the older movies. First movie, Girl with All the Gifts. It is a zombie movie. Uh, I might be a little biased in terms of how much I like it because I did read the book and I don't read very often. So the fact that I read the book, man, I was like jacked to see the movie because the movie came out like literally a couple of months after I finished reading the book and I had no idea that was happening. So the, the Girl with All the Gifts is essentially about um, a girl who is immune to the zombie virus and there are other kids that are immune as well and they are trying to figure out what makes them immune um, it's similar to what's been done in other stories I would say but there are some unique elements to it I really liked it I would give it an A minus if you didn't read the book maybe it would be like a B plus B I would recommend it though um, I'll put links for all the movies down in the video description so you guys can check them out if you want or you're interested. Um, the next one is called Going in Style. This was an older movie with Morgan Freeman, Michael Caine, Alan Arkin. Three older men decide, I put a little synopsis here, three older men decide to rob a bank so they can enjoy their retirement. Um, I didn't think the movie was hilarious, but I thought it was funny like throughout. There weren't a ton of laugh out loud moments, but like I had a smile on my face while I was watching it. Um, obviously those three are great actors they work really well together so that was like a really funny light feel-good movie and had a great ending so i gave that a b plus definitely recommend that guys i just i just uh, for me i can't even i just can't i can't stop yawning all right the next one the big sick you guys might have heard about this. this is a comedy about an indian man who dates um and falls in love with a a white girl she falls ill and she happens to fall ill after they get into like a fight where they sort of break up um it has ray romano in it as the dad um i can't remember the guy's name um shoot ah, i don't know um you guys have probably seen advertisements for it i thought it was a really good movie it wasn't quite as funny as I was expecting it to be, but I thought it was still really good, and I gave it an A-. Alright, on to the two newer movies. Um, a new movie that I watched was called All the Money in the World. It's essentially a movie about the grandson of the world's richest man being kidnapped. Now, the world's richest man, despite being uh, a, tr you know, a multi-billionaire, he's very stingy with his money, and he believes that the kidnapping is like a hoax, and that it was kind of uh, arranged by the grandson in an effort to get money and it turns out it was not a hoax so it's based on a true story which was very interesting i didn't read any of the background on the true story but i thought the movie was pretty good the ending wasn't as good as i hoped it would be but it kept me guessing you know what's going to happen how's this going to pan out um, throughout the entire film. So I thought that was really good. I thought it was worth watching once, but it wasn't great. I gave it a B minus. So it was pretty interesting. If you're into movies that are based on true events and true stories, it's definitely one to check out. And the last movie is called The Florida Project. It's more of like an indie film. It is a movie about uh, life in low-income housing. They center that movie around a young girl. I think she's about 10 years old who is very happy and full of life, but she's also kind of very rebellious. But um, she has a mother who is less than optimal, I would say. Uh, so her mother like doesn't really hold a job, and you know she smokes, and I'm, I can't remember if she does drugs in the movie, um, but she's just like, kind of just like, 
I don't know. She gives you this like feeling of like, oh, it's like, like hard to watch, right? It's hard to watch like a girl who's so happy and so like, you know, full of life and kind of like optimistic about life, like have a mother who's just cringeworthy. You know what I mean? So uh, it was very, it was very good. And then it's a very real look at like what low income housing is probably like. I'm, I'm blessed enough that I have never, you know, had to be in that situation. But I think that that's a, like a part of our society that we don't really talk about very often. And this movie brought that to light. It was very interesting. It was kind of a strange movie in that there wasn't really like a main plot and a climax and like a conclusion and everything like that. It was just sort of like a, 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 a peek into that life. You know what I mean? And it did end with a pretty significant event. Um, but it was really good. Uh, William Defoe was the manager of the complex where the, uh, the girl and her mother lived. Um, he was really great in the movie, and I thought overall it was just very good. I gave it an A-. Uh, A- would mean like it was really awesome and I'd like to watch it again. This is one of those movies that I gave an A- to, but I don't think I'd watch it again. Um, just because it was like, it was kind of tough to watch at times, you know. But it was very good in terms of like shining some light, you know, shining light on a very real problem um, that we have here in the United States. So there are my five movies in five minutes or less. I did it in five minutes or less. Boo-yah, son. All right, now, if I can stop yawning for five seconds, let's move on to how many fish in an aquarium. So I get this question sometimes on my videos. How many fish can I put in a gallon tank? How many fish can I put in a gallon tank? 10, 20, 50, whatever. I don't know why I said it twice. Um, maybe just to like, you know, emphasize the fact that I get that question quite often. I don't know. Anyway, so there are very different schools of thought about how many fish you can put in a tank. There are two schools of thought in terms of the way you should look at it. The first is how many fish can I put in this tank? Then the second school of thought is how many fish should I put in this tank? So you're going to want to see, you're going to want to think about yourself, you know, and your whatever, how you feel about things and figure out what camp you fall into. Um, some people, if you only have one tank, you, you're kind of on the can side because you want a lot of fish in there. Some people have like really big tanks or multiple tanks. They're more on the should side because they have more opportunities to have fish, that kind of thing. I'm fighting back at yawn people. Um, all right, so let's just see what, what some of the websites have to say. All right. We are on saltwateraquariumblog.com. How many fish in an aquarium? How many fish in an aquarium? A few things to think about beyond the inches of fish per gallon rule. So that's like the standard rule, okay? All right. For years, reef enthusiasts have sought after the holy grail of answers that could be applied to aquariums of all sizes. But in reality, the answer should be, it depends. Sad panda. All right. <laughs> All right, when I started out in the hobby, the most common advice that was passed around was usually some rule of thumb based on a number of inches of fish per gallon. What I recall, between half to one inch of fish per gallon. But the problem with the inches per gallon rule is it depends. Okay, size matters, but the problem is that the size of a saltwater fish is relative. Most of the fish you see at your local store are either juvenile or young adult fish. 
that with luck will grow in your tank. So how are you supposed to accurately estimate how many inches of fish you have per gallon if the number is going to be totally different four, five, or six months from now? Um, okay, it's not about the number of inches, it's about how you use them. This article is very cheeky. Uh, another problem with the inches per gallon rule is that it doesn't take the compatibility of fish into consideration of all at all. If you have a 55-gallon aquarium, for example, you may be excited to think that you could have 27 to 55 inches of fish, depending on whether you embrace that rule. But if the fish you want to add are jawfish and engineer gobies, your aquarium probably doesn't have enough space for a pair of each, which is maybe only 16 inches in total fish length even if you keep the rest of the tank empty because both species are competing for the same space at the bottom of the aquarium. All right, um, let's see. Uh, there, there's a, a lot to this, so I'm just gonna try to pick and choose some pieces. Speed kills, you could have a 70 gallon tank, but if you added 35 inches of fish at the same time, you would probably destabilize the biological filter and end up with a bunch of dead fish instead. All right. Um, Let's see. Oh, the other thing that is interesting about this article is the 0.5 to 1 is something for a per gallon is something that I've heard for freshwater fish, not saltwater fish. What I have heard is one inch of gallon or one inch of one inch of gallon for five gallons of fish. One inch of fish for five gallons of water for saltwater tanks. So that's that's interesting. We'll explore that a little bit more. Um so they, they, they have a bunch. They say, conclusion, how many fish can you have in your reef tank? The answer is, that depends. So, well, thanks for nothing, saltwater aquarium blog. I'm Xing you out, son. All right, let's go to the spruce. The spruce is a source that we uh, tap into quite often here on the podcast. And um, the question on their, their website that they are posing is, how many fish can I put in my saltwater aquarium? Very specific, okay? This was updated on 416 of this year, so this is the newest of the new technology and information about saltwater fish. Okay. Oh, all right, here we go. Rule of thumb. The short rule of thumb answer generally accepted in the marine aquarium hobby is one inch of fish per five gallons of system saltwater. That other page was no good. The normal, the normal response to this answer is, is that all? Why so few? That's what I thought when I first got my tanks as well. The longer answer to the question is a bit more complicated and takes longer, uh, and takes longer, which is why the shorter, easier answer is normally given. Okay? Potentially, you can house more fish in a marine aquarium than the rule of thumb allows. All right? Um, however, most saltwater aquariums, especially new tanks with minimal filtration, lack a really efficient biological filtration system which can process the fish waste. All right, saltwater critters are much more sensitive to tank toxins than freshwater fish. Um, and aquarium filtration systems which facilitate gas exchange. I'm, no, I'm going in the rabbit hole. I'm not going to, you guys don't care about all this. You just want the answer here. That's what we go. We go for the answer here on the podcast. We don't go for the scientific. We go for how we feel. We're all about feelings here. Um, not really. Okay. Uh, the type in. Okay. How many fish? Another heading. How many fish? Um, the types and species of fish, as well as the mix in the tank, makes a difference. Here we go again. Another wishy-washy answer. Um, 
okay, so at the end of it all, they say again, like, well, it depends on the type of fish. This size fish might not do good in this size tank. That, that Don't, don't even, don't, don't say anything. All right, so we're going to go to their conclusion. The one inch per five gallons rule of thumb may be a bit conservative for the experienced aquarist with a tank, which has been running well for some time. But the novice would be wise to follow the rule. It's better to be safe than sorry there. All right, so one inch of gallon, one, one inch of fish per five gallons of water in a saltwater tank. All right, okay, here we go. Here we go. All right, I have another one. Um, I'm not going to read this one. I'm going to get rid of this one. Let's go to the message boards. This is my favorite place to go here on the podcast because message boards are fun because people are fun. I'm at 20 minutes. Dude, I'm killing this podcast, man. I'm at 20 minutes. I'm going to come in at a crisp under 30-minute mark. It's going to be awesome. All right, here is a message board um, thread called how many fish pretty straightforward um the uh, original poster's name is motor slave and he says well here i go with another beginner question how many fish is too many fish i'm going to be doing a 55 aiming for 300 watts of lighting and end-to-end rock and gradually add coral add spelled with one d as i Uh, yeah as I learn about them. This is probably a very general question considering all the variables that go into a healthy reef, spelled R-E-F-F, ref, but there is, but is there some sort of guideline? Um, Johnny responds, he says, I have never heard of a guideline that would hold water, pun. <laughs> all right, there are so many factors. Okay, you're wishy-washy, Johnny, wishy-washy. Um, Alice here um, says, ah, the famous famous fish question. Um, she says the very general rule of thumb is the one inch of adult fish per five gallons of water. Um, then she talks about specific tangs and then mentions a bunch of fish that are good choices for 55 gallon tanks. Um, let's see. Somebody say somebody called Fish Noob says, after the death of my first fish, I'm going to start with clowns in a month and then try a tank. My tank is a 90-gallon, so the advice will not be wise, but I heard Ocellaris is a sort of an all-around newbie fish. Those tanks are pricey and a bit tougher to take care of. So waiting another month bef- so I'm waiting another month before that purchase. Okay. Uh, Dory fish, also known as Regal or Hippo Tangs can grow to approximately 10 to 14 inches in length. Definitely not good for a 30 gallon. Apparently this guy mentioned getting a tank somewhere. And that was one thing about the Finding Nemo movie that a lot of um, animal people were kind of upset about. I don't remember, I remember reading something about this in the news that like the fish that that were in that movie are not necessarily fish that anybody should just go out and get, especially Dory. Like Ocellaris clownfish, those are fine, but like Dory, is like a tough fish to take care of and can get very big and people were concerned because folks are watching this movie and their kids were like oh whoa, what were those fish right and they were going out and they were buying the fish and they were killing a bunch of them um let's see okay so this guy 
All right, the original guy has a 55. This guy has a better answer, okay? Um, his name is Oodly Boodly. He says, IMO, you are better off thinking in terms of maintaining between four and seven small fish max. And the actual number will depend on which species you try to keep together. This guy has seven fish in his 55-gallon tank, and his tank is heavily stocked. It also contains five years' growth of soft coral, plus some stars, hermits, and snails. Hope this helps. So it gives you at least some guidance, right? Um, let's see. That that thread was, you are, you are the weakest link. Okay. Let's go to the next one. How many fish in a 20-gallon tank? This is an, I chose this thread because I have 20-gallon tanks on the fish tank tower, and I'm assuming some of you do as well. Um, the first person said, I have one clown in my 20-gallon. How many more fish? Yeah, uh, I'm trying to hold back a yawn. Maybe it's because I'm like not breathing enough like while I'm talking. like I'm just talking so fast that I'm not like, getting enough breath. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to slow down a little bit. But I only have five minutes left, so I'm not going to be able to do that. All right. This person said, I'd say two to three more small fish. So that's like a total of three to four fish in a 20-gallon. Um, let's see. This person says the same. So if you get four three-inch fish, that is 20 gallons worth. But also remember, the bigger the fish, the more room they need to swim. Take that into account. Um, this person said I would keep normal, no more than three small fish in a 20 gallon, maybe a clown, a goby with a pistol shrimp and a nine or a six line wrasse. And that is it. They need their own space. Okay. Um, Skabuya says, yes, I 100% agree with Jenny butterfly, which is the last one I answered. And anyway, the less fish, the better it's easier on the fish and cleanup of your tank. I'm turning my 20 gallon high into a nano and I will be only adding three fish, maybe only even two. Um, the next person, Jenny Butterfly again says, yes, I only have two fish in mine. Um, Bob Bodian says, I would say you can keep four small fish and be fine. So you can add two to three more for four total. Um, let's see. Uh, so I would say in general through this thread, a lot of the, the people down here are similar answers. They're saying like three to four fish in a 20 gallon tank and that's a three to four smaller fish all right here's a here's a big one how many fish not, not a well not really a big one um how many fish in a 10 gallon tank i get this question a lot because i have the 10 gallon nano reef um on a budget video and i get a lot of questions about that all right so let's see what some people this have to say right me personally i have two oscillators clowns in my 10 gallon tank and i think that's good all right so uh h vani says i think a clownfish and a small goby would be nice um Somebody said, the Gobi Man says, you could definitely put a smaller clown in there and then probably put one more fish. Um, Nhart608 says, I have an Ocellaris clown and a bicolor Blenny in my 10 gallon bicolor. Ooh, okay. No aggression problems. Um, they both seem very happy. So that's good. Two fish. Um, Vang says, clown plus Gobi for the low risk approach of aggression or two smaller clowns, which is what I have, would be fine. You will run into normal clown pair aggression risks, though. Okay, that's true. Um, this person says, definitely get a goby. I have a yellow watchman goby. I've had him for five years. I love Ron, my yellow watchman goby. Goby. Uh, B. Daniel says, I have one clown and one cleaner shrimp in my tank. Uh, Michelle's husband. Oh, that guy is like crazy. Michelle, his screen name is Michelle's husband. <laughs> 
Oh man, this guy said I had one clown, fire goby, yellowtail, damsel, chromis, and one other fish in my ten gallon while it's five. I wouldn't do that. Um This guy had five too. Oh, okay. In my old ten I had two baby clowns, two yellowtail damsels, and a diamond goby. I upgraded to twenty nine when space issues started, so he couldn't keep them. Um Dallas something says I'd go with two fish, maybe a clown and some sort of goby. So there you go. With a 10-gallon tank, it's about two fish. With a 20-gallon tank, it's about three to four fish. Um, and the general rule of thumb is one inch of fish per five gallons of tank. Now, you're going to want to do your research before, excuse me, before you go out and you get your fish because um, you want like the compatibility thing that people talked about. You want to make sure you have fish that get along, especially if you have a smaller tank. You know, they're going to be around each other a lot and they might tend to get aggressive and pick on each other if you don't get compatible fish. So right now, I'm almost at 29 minutes. I'm probably not going to hit 30 minutes. I want to give the fish of, of the week its due spot or due place in the spotlight. So I'm not going to rush through it, but I'm just going to say I was very close to 30 minutes. I was very close. I've been like at 40 and 50 lately. So like 32, 33 is going to be really good. And I think my video froze. I hope it didn't freeze. Okay, I'm just going to go. I'm going to continue here. Um, the fish of the week is the bicolor dotty back. I will post a link to the fish in the video description so you guys can check it out. Um, right now it's on sale uh, on Live Aquaria for only $9.50. Um, the care level is easy. The temperament is semi-aggressive. The color form is purple and yellow. I feel like I might have done this fish before. I don't know. I need to start writing these down. So if I did this fish already, I'm sorry. Um, the diet is carnivore, reef compatible, yes. Max size, three inches. Minimum tank size, 30. That's a stretch. All right, let's read the overview. The bicolor dotty back, also called the bicolor pseudochromis or royal dotty back, is two bold colors. That's right, two. The anterior portion is purple, and the posterior portion is bright yellow. The anterior being the front or face of the fish, and the posterior being the butt or back of the fish. A 30-gallon or larger tank should be provided. The bicolor dotty back will not be imitated, intimidated, or imitated either by other fish and will defend its territory against fish two to three times its size. Look out, bullies. It will also eat ornamental shrimp and is a predator of nuisance bristle worms, which is cool. That's awesome. Um, the diet should consist of meaty foods, including brine, shrimp, and prepared frozen foods. All right, so there you have the bicolor dotty back. Let's see if there are any cu customer testimonials. There are. Gosh dang. Thank goodness. All right. <clears throat> Esther Herbert from Harvey, LA says, nice, colorful fish. LSU colors. My husband is a big LSU fan. It is delightful. Wait, what are, she's from Harvey, Louisiana. Did I say Los Angeles? That's silly. Harvey, Louisiana. Um, oh, she's like down south. Nice, colorful fish. LSU colors. My husband is a big LSU fan. It's delightful. She's a woman, too. Bold and appears to get along with its own kind, as I have more than one. Um, I would not recommend having more than one of these. I don't know why she said that. Um, the next person, Xander S., is from Kremlin, Ohio. I don't have an Ohio accent. Beautiful little fish, and it is reef safe. However, it is not, not safe for shrimp and other small fish or timid fish. It has killed two shrimps. Dang, yo, savage. Savage. All right. Um, Oliver W. from Morgantown, West Virginia said, The fish has color and character. 
It also seems to be quite curious about human onlookers. Although it likes to hide out in caves or crevices a lot of the time, it will readily come out and stare down anyone who approaches the tank. It has a very captivating human-like stare. So there you go. Um, basically everyone in the testimonial. Oh, wait. Okay, I got one more. I got to do this one. John L. from Man Manhasset, New York. I got this fish about a week ago. It is a little jerk. It is in a 54-gallon. Ga That's interesting. A 54-gallon tank with two clowns, two chromuses, and one damsel. It chases the other fish all the time, although it has not hurt them and is greedy with food. I must admit that it is very colorful and nice-looking, though. So there you go from John L. So thank you to our fish of the week there of Bicolor Dotty Back, sponsored by. Um, I'm not sponsored by, so not gonna give them props again. But I did say the website already, so you can rewind it and listen to them if you uh, listen to me say it. If you need to hear it, and I'm gonna put a link to them anyway in the description. So anyway. Uh, thank you guys so much for checking out the podcast this week. I know I was a little bit scattered. Uh, I've kind of been busy, kind of been doing a lot. I sort of crammed this in between a couple different things going on today, and I managed to keep it under 35 minutes. So I'm just going to give myself a pat on the back. I'm going to brush this off and that one off too because um, dab on all them haters or whatever the kids do, do today. But um, yeah, so thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you listen on podcast services, I'm going to put it up later. Uh, soon for iTunes and the Google Play Store. And it's also on Podbean, which is where the podcast is hosted. And then it will be up on YouTube after that. If you are listening on YouTube and you have not subscribed to the channel, I would really appreciate it if you could do so. And when you do, hit that little bell next to the subscribe button so you get notifications when I post new videos. I only post videos maybe once a week maybe once every other week so you won't get spammed with a lot of notifications from my channel. And I would really appreciate the support if you guys continue to keep checking out some of the videos that I post in the coming weeks. So, um, yeah, that's all I've got. I don't do my normal, hey, fish tank guy, see you next time uh, outro on the podcast here. So I would just say I hope you guys have a good week, a uh, good couple weeks until the next podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you guys very soon. Take it easy.